Ah, yes. That's the Baylor men's basketball we know and love. Three straight wins in Big 12 play. Can they keep it going? This is Locked on Baylor. You are Locked on Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning, everybody, wherever you are. Happy Wednesday and or good afternoon. Whenever you're listening to this, no matter what, Baylor basketball will still have beaten Texas Tech on January 17th at approximately 10.03 p.m. Central Time in a game that Baylor mostly dominated. Celebrate today because Baylor basketball, are they back? I'm not ready to say that officially yet, but at least they won in Lubbock, which Brandon McKinnon from Our Daily Bears, who's on the show today, is not. it's not an easy thing to do. No, it's not. Unfortunately, we couldn't tell that, though, because for some reason, for another occurring game in Lubbock, the ESPN audio was terrible. I mean, as much as I hate watching the Raider faithful do swag surf during the first time out of the game, 55 seconds into it, I would like to be able to hear it. But you couldn't hear any of the crowd noise, the whistles. But it's a really difficult place to play. Um, Always sold out, always packed. So super impressive win. And the Bears looked really great on both sides of the ball with the exception of the last like five minutes or so offensively, but the defense held it together. See, look, here's where I was going to start. Yeah. You read my mind. I was going to start by telling everybody, thank you for making Locked On Baylor your first listen every single day. Uh, and thank you to Brandon McKinnon for coming on the show and bringing basketball to life for us. My favorite, you're my favorite basketball guest. I don't know if I've ever told you that. Thank you. Thank you. I you're my wanted- favorite podcast host i don't wow, know if i ever told you big. that wow joe, here we joe go. rogan's here we out go. there man there are a lot of podcast hosts that exist there are there are um this game was baylor dominated via the offense baylor won the game via the defense you could make a case and i think it'd be a fair case that texas tech just took stupid shots down the stretch but the offense shown for Baylor in the first half of 48 points. The second half, it slowed down a little bit. There was more focus on defense, more foul calls. You saw the game get a little more gritty and physical. And the Bears used that to their advantage. You saw Baylor say, look, we can beat you with our offense, but we can truly finish you out with our defense. Yeah, the Big 12 officials had a team meeting at halftime and said, it's time to make it about us again. <laughs> we are We are also playing in this game um but no i totally agree the d the defense in the second half was super impressive um and i think it was it was really encouraging to see the connectedness on defense so and when i talk about that i'm talking about rotations happening at the same time off the ball so it's really easy when you're watching the on-ball defender like naturally that's what we're all going to do to be like oh my gosh he's in front of his man and then there's a guy open for a jump shot and you're like well how did this happen it's oftentimes the breakdowns off the ball and so the team was super connected off the ball tonight which is what led to a ton of stops and success and also transition buckets so even if it resulted in a free throw attempt instead of converting the layup or jump shot um, when the defense plays connected and you get steals off passes versus just on ball pressure which we saw a lot of intercepted and tipped tip passes um, it really starts breaks easily for for the Bears, so it was it was a great defensive performance. Um, I was really impressed, specifically with some off ball performances from like Jalen and Adam. Both played great off ball, so yeah, it, it was an awesome and super encouraging win uh, going into a, a tough week. Can we have a conversation at some point in our lives about Big Twelve officiating? <laughs> I would love to have that conversation whenever you oh, want to have that conversation. I don't know if you watched the Kansas Kansas State game. 
but it went from being it was, look i'm i'm objective here i, I don't, couldn't really care less who wins um i'm not the big oh i hope jerome tang wins every game eh, whatever uh, the the officials screwed kansas state for the better part of that game and then in the last seven minutes they're like ah Let's just screw everybody. And it was unwatchable <laughs> basketball. I can't like the Baylor game. It points in the second half. You're going, okay, this possession, there's probably going to be a foul. The first half was in like 15 minutes in and out. The second half, which is not possible, by the way, the second half just drug on because I don't know what happens with these guys, but they just want to blow the whistle and call fouls. 53 fouls in the West Virginia game. I, I, I can't keep doing this, Brandon. Yeah, so I know, I mean, you and I talked about it, that we were going to jump on and pod right after the game. And I told my wife, I was like, we could be, this could be the earliest I've ever finished a podcast. Like the first yeah. half flew by, like you said, in 15 minutes, they shaved five minutes off of the game clock. They did. Um, and then the officials were like, no, this is every contact. And you see that happen, like in the West Virginia game that happened and a few times and it got chippy, you know, the crowd was into it lot really tough on the Baylor players but this game never got chippy to where it felt like the touch calls had to be such a focus um, but I was impressed to see you know for the vast majority of the game the defense played through that and so did the offense and still executed well which was really impressive um, I know we're talking about the defense but talking about offensive execution this stat jumped into my head I looked right after the game we only turned the ball over three times trace yes which is unbelievable and just wow. such a huge um, step forward so yeah it was it was really encouraging from start to finish in a week where you play two road games no road game in the big 12 is easy even if they're against two teams at the bottom of the big 12 still gonna be tough and so for the offense to execute on the road in a loud environment like that was was extremely extremely impressive yeah tech had nine turnovers which is nothing really to write home about for either team baylor mm -hmm. had three though that's just that's good offense the defense for baylor didn't necessarily make texas tech uncomfortable the entire game they shot over 50 percent, but that mark to lead the turnover battle battle by so much to lead the rebound you didn't lead you, they tied the rebounding battle at 31 mm -hmm. apiece which has been an issue all year long to the last couple of games you win the points in the paint by eight which that's not my Baylor. I don't know where I don't really know where that came from. They don't they don't have yeah. a ton of bigs. The fact they do that is show it shows they're getting the basket. They're getting offensive rebounds. Uh, they're doing things in these last three games that you didn't see in the first three games in Big Twelve play. And while they're playing the Big 12's worst, but still good competition, right? They're doing it on the road. Two of the last three games have come in Morgantown and in Lubbock. Neither of those places are easy to play. Yeah. Yeah. Incredibly difficult. I would, I would say, you know, two of the top three hardest places to play, maybe two of the top four, if you want to talk about Iowa state. Um, but obviously the other one being Kansas and fog Allen, because you're playing eight on five realistically, but um, yeah, it was really impressive. And I think I was, I, you know, you and I both at times had been critical early this year of some of the coaching decisions and not making in-game adjustments and letting things get away when, you know, a team's on a run. Hey, maybe a timeout comes one or two possessions earlier. I thought Scott Drew was on it today. Like, we're 55 seconds into the game. Boom, timeout. They're on a run. I don't yeah. like our energy. Don't yeah. like how we're playing. And I think he set the tone really early, um, which which bled directly into the gameplay and execution. You know, Jalen came out really hot, looked good. And it, it was it was like we had different guys going at different times, which was really encouraging. Um, and really in that first half, you had both Jalen and um, LJ going, which was, which was great. I mean, LJ is shooting like 70% from three in his last three yeah. games. It's pretty wild. Yeah. 
you know, most, I feel like most universities, most people that start their Locked On Whoever podcast would typically be like, welcome into Locked On Whatever. This guy for our teams is a true freshman and had 27 points. Maybe that's not how the other Locked On people like host their shows. Pro- I hope not, by the way. Yeah. But we have not talked, we are eight minutes in, and we have not talked about Baylor's true freshman again doing what he has been doing which is just regular now puts up 27 points is perfect from the free throw line his auxiliary stats got five rebounds three assists like ah ah." it's just like oh yeah Yeah. that's him he just kind of does that he just makes the team so much better when he's on the floor and i know that's cliche and i know everybody says that about all of the lottery picks because they're lottery picks for a reason great point but but i mean you really do see the spacing just open up like tech has to overhelp. And that's why I think his passing is so important. And then, um, man, even on defense, like one of the possessions where I was most impressed with Keontae, um, despite scoring 27 and like making a ton of tough shots, like you said, was, um, with like four minutes left in the game, you know, the offense was in a bit of a stagnant place and pop Isaacs, the, another star freshman for tech, pop. has the ball late in the shot clock and Keontae locked him down at the top of the key. I mean, he, he reset twice, took one pick, and Keontae stayed right in front of him and forced a bad shot. And ultimately, I can't remember if it was a shot clock violation um, or if we got the rebound right after and it was just a forced shot. But Keontae played great on defense, too, and I think his energy shows. I mean, he's silencing the crowd like he's, you know, and, yeah. go, you know, tell him to calm down. So I think he has everything that you could ask for in a star player, even if you don't up. talk about him for his the first eight minutes of the pod. I know we can, he can just back it all up. He can do it. And he's like, Hey, yeah. I'm going to flaunt it a little bit. Cause I can, uh, Brandon, before we pivot topics into the rest of the big 12 play and whether or not the Baylor bears are back. One question. This one's objective. Does Baylor own Lubbock? Baylor owns Lubbock football and basketball, man, football and basketball blowouts. I'm, I'm calling this one a blowout. I'm calling this a domination. Baylor dominated the majority of the game. They were up by 17 at one point. Uh, one thing I want to get to really quick to touch on what you said about Scott drew adjustments. I felt like in the game, um, look in recent games, he has put weird groups on the floor together, four man mm-hmm. substitution, three man substitution, where you're not really feeling uh, any consistency or congruence of the team, Oklahoma state, especially even in a win tonight, Adam Flagler played 38 minutes. Keontae George played 32 minutes. The stars were on the floor for a large part of this game. And they, they never really came off together. Felt like Scott adjusted to keep the killers on the floor in supermarkets arena. And it paid off. I, I keep the good players out there. The best ones out there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, dude, it was, it was interesting. Like Dale didn't play a single minute, you know, I don't know if it's a tightening up of the rotation, but Langston got big burn, but, and then, I mean, what you're talking about, he kept the stars out there, kept feeding them. And I know that Scott loves to tweak and play with lineups, but for these guys that are heavy, heavy usage, offensive players, they do need to get into a rhythm. Like it's, it had to be tough when they're subbing in and out. And so to your point of keeping some consistency on the floor, I think it's going to continue to feed success, even if it means, you know, decreased minutes for some guys that the fans love like Dale Bonner. Yeah. Tough to, I mean, tough to see it, but it's what these teams that are winning are playing seven guys, a lot, eight guys, a lot. And Baylor's at some point going to trickle down to that and still utilize the depth when it's needed. Speaking of utilizing things, Brandon, my favorite thing in the world to utilize is Kid you not. Bet online. What are you thinking? 
Which one's it going to be? Built Bar. Bet Online. Is it going to be LinkedIn? I don't know. It's Bet Online. Bet Online is where the game starts. That's why I love it. It's my favorite thing in the world. Because if I don't use it, the game can't start. Bet Online has lines <laughs> that are online for all your sports wagering needs. You want to go bet on sports? BetOnline.net's got it. You don't want to bet on sports? Huh? BetOnline.net's got that too. They got podcasts. They got articles. They got analysis of these games. You can see, like, all right, is Baylor going to beat Oklahoma? I don't know. BetOnline can tell me. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device. BetOnline is where the game starts. Go check it out. It is completely free. BetOnline is where I go to get my insane sports opinions. So if you want to have sports opinions that are as bad and insane as mine, BetOnline.net is your place to go. Brandon. I, I, I'm not going to ask you the question, is Baylor back? Because they have played West Virginia, Oklahoma State, and Texas Tech. Three of the bottom teams in a very strong Big 12, but still three of the bottom teams. Granted, two on the road. You start mixing these things in, and you can paint whatever picture you want. But now you get Oklahoma, and then you get Kansas. And that's the big one. Like, if Baylor's not back to par or being a top-four seed, which I don't think they are a top-four seed yet, they got a shot real quick. Yeah, I think so. You can always say, oh, they've beaten this team, this team, this team, bottom half of the conference, whatever. But there's still that stat that, you know, the entire conference is in the top 75 of teams yeah. in the country. So the yeah. entire conference, even the bottom teams, are competing for um, a tournament spot. And Texas Tech, four of their five losses are by six points or less. So they could very easily be three and two versus 0 and 5 right so they're 0 and 6 now um i think baylor is on the way to being back i don't know that they were ever not there yeah. <laughs> i know i mean we did i did a pod with cam when you were traveling and we talked about are we hitting the panic button like that tcu game was brutal the kansas yeah. state game is tough Those iowa state all... lost by 15 yeah okay so iowa state's a little bit of an exception tough place to play but kansas state tcu also single you know single possession losses games, so, yeah yeah um i think they're back i'm really excited to see how we respond and play against ou and norman i mean that could be a potential letdown game team that beat us in the big 12 tournament last year you know i mean i'm i do want to see how we play we got to make a statement and then i think the guys are gonna get up for kansas i think it just means too much to the outlook of the conference and to seeding yeah. um i think scott will get the guys ready because it's going to be really tough to win in fog allen so we have to at least split we really do kansas is they're pissed obviously after losing kansas state which was awesome objectively yes. despite me not rooting for either team that was just cool to see in general uh this is I, I like the message Jerome Tang had to his players and his fans. Don't don't make this a holiday because Kansas is playing. Make this a holiday because Kansas State is playing. Show up to the game mm. because the Wildcats are on the floor. Baylor fans, Kansas is coming to town. We're going to start talking about it now. Maybe Baylor even loses to Oklahoma. It's not going to change how big that Kansas game is. Don't make this a big deal because it's Kansas. There, there has to come a point where, and Texas Tech did this. I saw so many people tweeting all week, like, Baylor's coming to town. Baylor's coming to town. we got to be there. we got to be loud. Yep. Baylor's become that dog. If you're that dog, you can't let anybody else sway you into rooting for your team more. Exactly. No, I totally agree. And it's tough because I, I hate to be critical of our fan base, but it's – we. I would love, which I, I have love, never done, by the way. Yeah, so maybe I will be. I'll be the first person to be critical of Baylor fans on Locked On Baylor. Yes, I would love it if we were sold out for every conference game, and why it was would, packed. Why, why would and, be? Why would be? People are fired up, not because we're playing Oklahoma State, but because they love Baylor basketball. And again, I don't know if this is going to come with the new arena and it's smaller and a more intimate environment or whatever. But two years off a national championship. 
we were a one seed last year. I know it was disappointing. It should still be packed and rocking and rooting on these guys. It, it should. And so um, we shouldn't have to beg fans to come to support against Kansas or any team. It should just happen. Bingo. Three straight one seeds for Baylor. And now I look again. I don't think they're going to be a one Four seed. Four straight one year. seeds. We would have been a one seed in the COVID but, year. I'm uh, claiming okay, it. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. COVID year. Then the next Jets three, right? Natty. Natty it's last three, year. Sorry. You know, I'm not a math guy. Never right. been a stats or math guy. Sorry. Right. Go ahead. Good. You're just, you're counting this year, which Baylor's going to make an improbable run at a bunch of the teams at the top are going to lose, which is what would need to happen. But yes. yeah, the, the ceiling for Baylor right now is a two seed. Um, I think that's probably a bit out of reach considering you're not going to go undefeated in big 12 play. You're probably sitting in a three seed spot, not a bad spot to be, especially if you're in a good, good part of the bracket. I, Hey, Hey, you don't have to play a dangerous eight seed like North Carolina. If you're a three seed. So, Oh, um, there is the silver lining. Brandon, I, Scott drew had a lot to say after this win in Lubbock. And I, I always clip together the best sound bites from his his post game press conferences because I actually just love listening to Scott Drew. But this one, this one felt good. It felt like he's finally accepting. Okay, at three and three, it's it's almost a reset in Big Twelve play. Scott, what do you think about that win in Lubbock? That was Scott Drew on the game against Texas Tech. This is locked on Baylor and Drake Toll alongside Brandon McKinnon. Brandon is from our Daily Bears at underscore Brandon. It's B R A. And D E N. That's not like how most people would think you would spell Brandon, but it's how you spell Brandon. Blame my mom. I didn't choose it. Been okay. that way since the jump. Never had a T-shirt or mug with my name on it from Disney, but you know, well, trials, never, trials to diamonds. No, never communicated with your mom before, but I guess you've given me an excuse now. So sure. thank you for the loophole. End it weird. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Brandon underscore Mac. He's got a lot of great content on the men's basketball team, specific, specifically at OurDailyBears.com. Follow me at Toll on Twitter or at our uh, Locked on Baylor page as well. This has been our Inside the Bears. Locked on. Thank you for making it your first listen every single day. Baylor.